Welcome to Bible News Press. Our goal is to discuss biblical faith beyond cliches and buzzwords, whether such words are religious or political. Sometimes we sit around the table and fellowship. Sometimes we do a little time travel. It is all part of our journey with our Abba Father, who has given us the key to life. We do it with Jesus, and we do it together. Welcome. Hello, I'm Laura. I will be reading Hosea chapter 2 from the World English Bible. Say to your brothers, my people, and to your sisters, my loved one, contend with your mother, contend, for she is not my wife, neither am I her husband, and let her put away her prostitution from her face and her adulteries from between her breasts lest I strip her naked and make her bare as in the day that she was born, and make her like a wilderness and set her like a dry land, and kill her with thirst. Indeed, on her children I will have no mercy, for they are children of unfaithfulness, for their mother has played the prostitute. She who conceived them has done shamefully, for she said, I will go after my lovers, who give me my bread and my water, my wool and my flax, my oil and my drink. Therefore, behold, I will hedge up your way with thorns, and I will build a wall against her, that she can't find her way. She will follow after her lovers, but she won't overtake them, and she will seek them, but won't find them. Then she will say, I will go and return to my first husband, for then it was better with me than now. For she didn't know that I gave her the grain, the new wine, and the oil, and multiplied to her silver and gold, which they used for Baal. Therefore I will take back my grain in its time, and my new wine in its season, and will pluck away my wool and my flax, which should have covered her nakedness. Now I will uncover her lewdness in the sight of her lovers, and no one will deliver her out of my hand. I will also cause all her celebrations to cease, her feasts, her new moons, her Sabbaths, and all her solemn assemblies. I will lay waste her vines and her fig trees, about which she has said, These are my wages that my lovers have given me, and I will make them a forest, and the animals of the field shall eat them. I will visit on her the days of the bales, to which she burned incense, when she decked herself with her earrings and her jewels and went after her lovers, and forgot me, says Yahweh. Therefore, behold, I will allure her, and bring her into the wilderness, and speak tenderly to her. I will give her vineyards from there, and the valley of Achor for a door of hope, and she will respond there, as in the days of her youth, and as in the day when she came up out of the land of Egypt. It will be in that day, says Yahweh, that you will call me my husband, and no longer call me my master. For I will take away the names of the Baals out of her mouth, and they will no longer be mentioned by name. In that day I will make a covenant for them with the animals of the field, and with the birds of the sky, and with the creeping things of the ground. I will break the bow, the sword, and the battle out of the land, and will make them lie down safely. I will betroth you to me forever. Yes, I will betroth you to me in righteousness, in justice, in loving kindness, and in compassion. I will even betroth you to me in faithfulness, and you shall know Yahweh. 
It will happen in that day. I will respond, says Yahweh. I will respond to the heavens, and they will respond to the earth. And the earth will respond to the grain and the new wine and the oil, and they will respond to Jezreel. I will sow her to me in the earth, and I will have mercy on her who had not obtained mercy, and I will tell those who were not my people, you are my people, and they will say, My God. That is the end of chapter 2. For verse 1, several Bible translations leave the my people and my loved one in the Hebrew because they are a reflection of the names of the last two children that were born in Hosea's house, but without the negative low prefix. Matthew Henry says some translators think that verse 1 should be attached to the end of chapter 1 as a final statement of God's promise. To me, it seems to go better, to be grouped better with the reference to your mother, but it isn't clear to me who brothers and sisters mean. One suggestion in both Jameson Fawcett and Brown and Matthew Henry is that it is those who haven't abandoned true worship of Yahweh need to speak out more to the rest of the mother nation. The declaration that this mother, this woman, is not my wife, etc., appears to be a description of reality rather than a rejection of her. She is not acting like a wife. The relationship is a sham because she is a prostitute, and that also makes her an adulteress. But a prostitute is another step further into the shame on her and rejection of her husband. She doesn't just go sleep around. She takes wages for what should only be part of a loving commitment to her husband, and that marks her as lacking any proper affection. To put this all more fully in perspective, we should refer to Deuteronomy chapter 24, verses 1 through 4, where in the law it says that when a man takes a wife and it happens that she finds no favor in his eyes because he has found some uncleanness in her, and he writes her a certificate of divorce and puts it in her hand and sends her away, And then it goes on to talk about she can't come back to him after marrying someone else. In the Old Testament, the phrase uncleanness is used both to refer to sexual immorality and also to diseases and actual lack of cleanliness. It seems that what is being referred to in Deuteronomy chapter 4 is not referring to adultery because the law clearly states she should be stoned in that case. But then you have to go to where Jesus is asked about divorce by the rabbis who are trying to find any way they can to divorce their wives. And you can find that in Matthew chapter 19, verses 7 through 9. So they ask him, why then did Moses command to give a certificate of divorce and to put her away? And Jesus answered, Moses said that because of the hardness of your hearts permitted divorce from the beginning, it was not so. Now, Jesus here says that whoever divorces his wife except for sexual immorality and marries another commits adultery. So that indicates that some sort of sexual immorality that possibly didn't go all the way could be included in this reference in Deuteronomy 24. But when you go back to Hosea, you can see that by his illustration that that God asks of Hosea and also how he is talking about things God is not putting away Israel permanently. So he is an illustration that he does not have hardness of heart like Jesus is talking about. Jesus' response about divorce is also mentioned in Mark chapter 10, 
And at the end of that discussion in verse 12, he says, and if a woman divorces her husband and marries another, she commits adultery. So this was not just something that men were doing to women. In verse 3, when it talks about stripping her naked, this comes across as one, humiliation, which she needs to come to her senses, two, taking away necessities, causing her to reevaluate, and three, to expose what she really is. She has already made herself naked in the worst way, and any exposure is showing her in her true light. It is obvious that Yahweh is talking to the nation here, although it all began with the illustration of Hosea's wife, Gomer. Hosea is not going to kill her with thirst. If any Old Testament were applied, it would be the stoning, as mentioned. Her children, in verses 4 and 5, seem to be alluding to either those who follow in her ways along the same lines as the children of Israel or the children of God or anyone that is a result of these illegitimate relationships in some way or another. To emphasize her depravity, he describes how she is chasing others to live like this. This is how she thinks she will get her livelihood, her wages to live on. But the catch is, it is only because she has deluded herself, and this will be expressed more in chapter 4, verse 6, because it says she has rejected knowledge. She didn't know because she ignored it. But Yahweh will put extreme obstacles, thorn hedges, walls, so that she can't pursue this way of life. So verse 7 mentions her returning, which is similar to the story of the prodigal son in its tone from Luke 15. So maybe this deprivation that he goes on to further describe in verses 9 through 12 will get her attention. No one will be able to, none of her supposed lovers, no one will be able to restrain God's hand in dealing with her. But this is all in love that he's dealing with her to get her back. Again, in verse 10, he speaks of exposing her. In verse 13, the problem is not that she dressed up. It's that she dressed up to attract someone other than her husband, of course, continuing to speak metaphorically of the nation of Israel. Again, in verse 14, he speaks of getting her attention and wooing her back. He will take her someplace where she won't be distracted by the delusions of the grandeur of sin and prostitution. In verse 16, he knows there will be a day when the people will return to him in love, not fear, a husband instead of master. At that time, there won't be any fear of animals or violence among people. This section is similar to Isaiah 2.4. Joel 3.10 and Micah 4.3, where it also talks about beating uh, swords into plowshares. At this time, it will be an everlasting bond by his power. He will give the people what it takes to be faithful when they respond to him. See verse 15. It's along the same idea of the Holy Spirit sealing or betrothing a believer to Christ. And in verse 21, we find a grand sweeping description of blessings Yahweh will cause the heavens, the skies, it seems here, and the earth to be very productive. And it's in this section that we have the very last use of the name Jezreel in the whole Bible, or at least in the 11 Bible translations that I looked this chapter up in. This seems to be another play on words that the area known to be fertile will be planted by God's blessing. The metaphor is extended to speak of the people thriving in the land because his people finding mercy when they seek him will refer to him as my God. 
That's all for today. Thanks for listening. That is the Bible News Press segment for today, but not the end of our journey. 